Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I am JB, Tula and Theo's dad. We continue our conversations as we communicate and stay connected as Bank Street at Home. Today is Monday, May 4th, and this is your Monday memo. Jed, Lippard, how are you? I know we have big things to talk about, but how are you doing right now? Thanks for asking, Jeremy. Um, you know, it's been an emotional several days. Still feeling grateful for our family's health and as Bank Street tends to say, lots of big feelings right now. We're into May, signal that time is passing. And, uh, and obviously I shared some big news this past week that I was holding on to for a little while, but not too long. And um, uh, feeling mixed, both happy personally for my family to be able to head back home after a four year run in New York City and also incredibly sad to be leaving the amazing community that Bank Street is. And that is big news, Jed, as, as we say uh, goodbye over time. And this is a process. And, uh, you know, obviously a lot of us have to take in what has happened for those who, I don't know, maybe missed the email or whose internet connection wasn't fully connected this week. What is the timeline? What, what was the timeline for you in terms of this process of deciding to head back to Cambridge? And what are we looking forward to as you still uh, work with us and lead through June? Yeah, so... Um... I think those who know me and my family best would not be surprised to know that um, New York has not been the easiest place for our family to live. Um, we uh, never lived here prior to coming in 2016 and um, came with great excitement to join Bank Street, but it's really been in the past couple of months as we've not been physically in, in the city and return to a le level of living and, and um, family kind of energy that was more familiar to what life was like before, that, um, that we really began to realize that since our long-term future wasn't in New York, that it might be better to expedite the inevitable and, and, and make the, the move sooner rather than later. So really, it's just been in the past six weeks, to be honest, Jeremy, that, um, that we really began thinking Life is short. The work that lies ahead for the Bank Street community is significant, as is true for every community in navigating through this, this moment in time, this pandemic. And knowing that our time in New York would be short anyway, um, I began having a conversation with Shale really in early February about what this might look like and then sort of expedited it as the pandemic became more pronounced and uh, and I tapped my network about a month ago in in Boston and and a great opportunity emerged um, and we thought long and hard about what this means what the timing signals and you know we feel really conflicted because it's not a great time to be leaving a community but I have great confidence in the people that remain and I'm fully committed until the end of June We'll actually be in the city through August and be around to be supportive and helpful. My job at the new school doesn't start until August, but, uh, but this is really kind of all happened quite quickly. I think a lot of people are reassessing life in this moment and um, we're not immune from that either. But I, I really convinced, especially now, as I've seen this community be resilient and resourceful in, in managing through these uncertain times that, that the real strength of Bank Street is the teachers and they're sticking around and continuing to work incredibly hard and 
you know, we, we, uh, we have a strong team and uh, any institution, the sign of a healthy institution is bigger than any individual person. And, and we're also lucky that we have an incredible person who's going to assume the helm for a year. Uh, I have a great confidence in Doug Connect, who's a colleague that I've worked very closely with over the last several years um, as members of cabinet. And I think the things that our community values in a leader, he brings in, in spades. And so I'm uh, committed to supporting the transition and just a train ride away and a phone call away. And as we all know, it doesn't, space doesn't define community anymore. So um, uh, that's the story. Well, thanks for that, Jed. I, I believe the transition will be good. And I, I think there's a lot in this community that will hold up to. I can say, as you know, as your feelings are complicated, I know the community's feelings are very complicated too. And uh, I'm aware of that. And I, as a, uh, the voice here, I just want to say, as a parent and as a dad, I, I get where you're coming from. As a member of the school community, it's a little harder for me. As a human, that's deeply understood as well. So, uh, you know, I don't pretend to not see the complexity of all of this, but I think our lives are all incredibly complex now and we're all going to process as best we can. As you said, I think we have great depth of character and strength in this community. And as you are not, you know, <laughs> dropping and running this weekend, we have much more to do before June as we round out Bank Street at home. And part of that, a big part of that, will be this transition period, which will be in which uh, Doug will be helping us understand it. And we'll get to know him a little better, and we get to know him a little better today. We're very lucky to have Doug join us here on the Monday Memo. Doug, how are you? Uh, I'm well, uh, Jeremy. Thank you for having me, and great to be here with you and Jed uh, virtually. And you know, lots of exciting things happening that I'm learning about, and lots of daunting things that we're all uh, trying to work on together. So it's uh, it's fast and furious what's going on right now, and feel very well supported as you know Jed made his commitment known to everybody just a moment ago. I felt it now for the last week as we've been talking about this shift and and the transition. With that, Doug, for those that don't know you, I haven't had the chance to meet you or had the good fortune to hang out with you uh, before. So uh, you've been at the college. Uh, what's been your experience there? And what did you bring into that experience? Sure. Yeah, I joined the college about six years ago with a goal. I, I came under a small grant to see if there was a way to extend Bank Street's reach and its uh, its impact to more and more communities within New York City, um, but also in the metro area and across the country that was the ambitious goal and we've done a we've done a pretty solid job in in accomplishing that uh in in the six years of building what we call the bank street education center we've expanded impact to reach indirectly uh, uh students somewhere in the realm 350,000 students across the country and uh, working with over 7,000 educators and, and hundreds of school leaders. It's, uh, it's been an incredible experience. I helped start a progressive high school uh, in 1997. I had taught for a couple of years before that as a high school science teacher and then moved into the city and had an amazing experience with mentors who I, I came to find later had a lot of in common with values of folks at Bank Street. And coming to Bank Street felt a bit like coming home after a number of years of doing um, kind of large scale work in New York City Department of Education. And my last job there had supervised close to 300 schools. And, and so it, it has both been you know rewarding and very challenging. Um, and the people that I've met along the way, including some school for children, parents who work in the education center and staff, uh, including Jed, who's, who's partnered on some projects with us over the years, everything I've known about the school for children and the family center uh, to date, has me, you know, very excited about the opportunity to stand in as interim for 
the next year and support the community through this transition. Well, th- that's uh, that was well done. Thank you for that. I appreciate that audio walk down uh, your uh, bio. I, you know, it's not an easy task as we all yeah. uh, zoom together here uh, in the new remote space. So, Jed, you've, you, uh, Doug said you guys have worked together some. So, uh, you know, it's a little tricky because he's right there, Jed. But uh, what's been your experience of Doug in that environment? Uh, he's he's funny. <laughs> the guy has a has a uh, interesting and somewhat dark sense of humor. His timing is often impeccable. Um, he adds levity to moments of gravity and some uh, some cabinet meetings, which are the senior leaders of the college. I've I've found him to really uh, have incredible emotional intelligence and he reads the room well and, uh, and is able to hold multiple perspectives at the same time um, with grace and with skill. I think he asks really good questions and um, he's, he's, uh, he's very skillful at project management and, and uh, there's a lot of that that's on our horizon as we, as we figure out how to get through this moment. Um, so I have a lot of respect for Doug. He also brings a tremendous equity lens uh, to all that that he does as a human being, as a parent, as a as an educator, and as a leader, you know, it's not lost on us that we're both white men. I think it's important to name that that's true. Um, and uh, Doug's been one of the people that I've turned to in times of my own insecurity and and uh, and and discomfort. And uh, I'm sure that he'll continue to be a strong leader for equity moving forward. Well, that is, uh, that's great to hear. And thank you for that, Jed. And I look forward to, you know, if we're going to all go through all of this together, just as a world, any sense of humor, dark or otherwise, will be much, much needed and of value. I I don't want us to get too far into the weeds of what's going to come up over the next couple of weeks, because I know there's a lot coming up as we all get to know Doug, as we understand the transition. But if we could touch on some points of things to look toward Jed or Doug, whoever wants to, uh, Jed, why don't you lead us here first and then we'll hear from Doug, just in terms of how this phase of things we anticipate it working, uh, what we anticipate seeing or, or not seeing, just so we're, you know, familiar and prepared in any, you know, controlling what we can control. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the rollout of this news has been intentional and quick. So Doug met with the School for Children and uh, Children's Programs leadership team last week the day after I announced to them my plans. Um, He met uh, today, Monday, with the Parents Association Executive Board meeting. And uh, that's the group of elected leaders of parent volunteers who represent the different divisions of the school. And then over the next week, we'll be pushing into division-specific Parents Association meetings um, for more intimate conversations about what's happening in the lower, middle, and upper schools. Um, and then we're planning in the next little while to have a community meeting slash town hall, um, which will take the place of the state of the school address and actually be the state of the school address, where the larger community can meet Doug um, and hear from Shell as well about uh, not only the leadership succession plan, but also what the start of school looks like for next year in terms of various possibilities and the planning that's underway for those things. And Doug, your thoughts on those events as they come up and, and then, you know, again, d- details will elude many of us day to day and certainly in this process, so I don't ask for those, but just your idea and your sense of that communi- communications and how we'll get to know you over the next few weeks before we l- lead into some longer term stuff. 
Sure. Uh, first, I just want to thank you, Jed, for the very kind words, too kind. Um, and uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed getting to know you and my respect for your work and, and um, you know, instructional chops and warmth uh, and, you know, knack for getting at the core of an issue. I will miss all that. Uh, that said, we, to answer your question more directly, Jeremy, Jed and I are going to be working very closely together in the next two months. <laughs> so uh, perhaps Jed won't be missing me uh, come July 1. But we, you know, to be as uh, clear, uh, even though things are so unclear right now in the world, uh, but to be as clear as we can, Jed and I need to uh, work very closely together, work with Laura uh, and the, the, the school's leadership team connecting with Jeanette Corey as well in the Family Center and all the various folks involved um, in the larger school community at, at Bank Street. There are a lot of contingencies to work through and you know, big picture questions that then result in cascading ways into all sorts of like minute things that uh, families and, and staff understandably would, would want answers to as soon as possible. So um, perhaps that's a a lot of words saying saying little, but that is essentially what we know. I'm becoming more and more integrated uh, in the coming weeks into the you know, the day to day and the planning. And we we do need to get information out as soon as possible and as often as possible. So we'll be coordinating Jed and I with uh, you know with Shale and the rest of the staff and and the folks who you know run the college operationally. Because obviously anything that we decide to do around school opening or the plans will will include the kind of safety precautions and planning that uh, we all need to do these days. It's a nice little wrinkle to mix into any sort of leadership transition is um, global pandemic. What I admire about this moment is the ambition. And I, I commend <laughs> you both on the task. Because, yeah, day to day at home is a challenge enough for me. So and then, I, you know, I do I would be remiss and I appreciate you guys uh, on all the technical things. I now need to know a few things if you don't mind. So, Doug, uh, you got some kids. How many kids you got? <laughs> Uh, I have two children, okay. uh, both sons. Uh, one is 15 and one is eight. And we've gotten to know each other or, you know, I feel like I know them inside out, but I think they've gotten to know me and my wife and each other better than they could ever possibly imagine in the last month and a half. You know, school's in session in our house, just as like, every, you know, everybody else is trying to manage through things while also, you know, parents working. Fortunately, I will say that my kids are in schools in the New York City Department of Ed where there are teachers that uh, have very similar values to those of Bank Street. And so it has been very, very hard, but uh, but also you know, rewarding to engage with their teachers. And uh, they're doing it. They're doing a heck of a job. Um, you know, I, I, my parents were both teachers and they had parents each who were teachers and uh, aunts and uncles with a long lineage of teachers My uh, in our family. My brother currently is a, a director of uh, music at uh, the Kate School, which is a boarding school out in California. And uh, so we talk a lot of education in my family and I'd say, you know, I have a deep, deep respect and admiration for teachers. And this looks like the most incredibly challenging moment that I have ever seen. And folks are handling it with such grace. It's amazing. Uh, grace has been a word, and we, we've talked about it. Grace is just one of the most potent words right now. To have it for each other, for ourselves, for our kids, individually. So as a an educator, as a parent, as a dad, in this time, helping educators educate those kids, uh, wh what's been the go-to subject for you? Because I find that I'm mostly helpful in coloring <laughs> yeah. and a little bit of math. Well, Historically, I've been this math science guy in our household, okay. and uh, it, it falls along sort of like stereotypes. Unfortunately, my wife is, uh, works in the arts and um, humanities, and so, and is an incredible writer, whereas I am not. 
Well, it's important to know roles in your house. Uh, mine it is clearly mostly annoy the rest of my family. And as I've said often to many people, anyone that'll listen, as a bad dad joke, I will be the first one voted out of my house. There's no doubt about it. And I will not argue with the vote. Um, So that's, well, thanks, Doug. I I just want to get the opportunity to to get to know you a little bit in that way. Um, Jeremy, do you mind if I add a little something to something you just said? Please. I saw recently there's an actual scientific study about bad dad jokes. I don't know if you've seen that. I have not. Um, It seems evolutionarily, and that's what I studied in college and taught, having sort of a a potential aggressive, uh, you know, alpha type that may be you, Jeremy, I'm not sure that's me, but telling corny jokes actually is disarming to the uh, the, the, the children in your house and their friends. So oh. apparently they're, we're programmed. So uh, that's my excuse. I, I'll take it. I'll take any excuse. And now if it's scientifically proven, my Tula can't complain anymore. I like that a lot. That's uh, Doug, This is I, I like where we're at. I like how you approach science and education and family. So both of you, Jed and Doug, uh, thank you for taking time today to, to just sit down and chat about this stuff. As we say goodbye, Doug, uh, I know you had the meeting today. What other meetings are coming up and when can we anticipate perhaps saying hello to you again? Has that been set yet or is that still very much in flux? Well, I think I will be, you know, I will be entering into as many of the parent association meetings I can in this coming uh, you know, tomorrow and or the rest of the week. I think some are still getting scheduled because there were some that just happened, but they're that need to be set up. And then as Jed noted, there's where you still have some planning to do and, and alert folks as soon as possible about a larger community, uh, community meeting to, um, you know, to offer up everybody or anybody a chance to enter in and hear from both Jed and, and Shale and, and myself. That's great, Doug. Thank you for that. Uh, Jed, we'll be hearing from you. I know uh, this is uh, still very much in process. I thank you for your time, as always, on Monday. Are there any other thoughts before we say goodbye for this week? Yeah, I, I just have a couple of things. One is, um, Jeremy, I appreciate it at the outset of this cast that you differentiated your um, sort of support of me and my family from how you were receiving it as a parent of a child in the school. And um, I don't want to diminish the fact that this is hard and uh, it's hard for us it's hard for the community people have every right to be upset or angry and i just want to say that i'm here and i'd I'd really appreciate if anyone has any questions they're welcome to reach out to me directly i'm happy to talk to anybody Um, and then the other thing is as we always do at the end of this podcast we need to plug uh, bank street connects yes we do so tomorrow afternoon 4 30 to 5 30 um we're really excited that one of our own parents, uh, Anne Marie, who is mother to Quincy, is going to be leading us through a really rich conversation about uh, healthy living at home. And uh, she's a bundle of spirit, joy, wisdom, and, um, and knowledge. And so encourage people to hop on at 4.30, Bank Street Connects on Tuesday. She is absolutely all those things. That will be a great one. Jed, thank you so much for being with us. Have uh, you know a great week, and we'll talk again next month. Well, we'll talk plenty before then, but we'll talk again next month on this podcast. Yeah, thank you again for your generosity as well. Oh, that, it's at least I can do. Doug, thanks for stopping by. We'll be chatting with you much more. I have a feeling. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's, a, it's been a pleasure meeting you, Jeremy. Look forward to uh, getting to know you better and uh, everyone else in the community. I look forward to meeting you all too. 
Thank you for that, Doug. We look forward to getting to know you better as well. Thank you both for your time today. And for those of you listening, thank you for your time and for being a part of this community. And, you know, it's the fourth. May the fourth be with you. Have a great week.